Got it. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Again, for another episode of Noble Manhattan Coaching Immersion. And today's guest, I'm so happy, is Alessandra Patti. Hi, Alessandra. Hi. Welcome. Hi, Julia. Thank you so much for having me. Hello. <laughs> and hi, everybody. Great to have you here. And Alessandra is an alumni of Noble Manhattan. And that's why she's also our guest, because we would like to hear from her, her own journey. So tell us a bit more about Alessandra. Mm. Who's Alessandra? Wow, Julia, do you have like an hour for this podcast? Or... <laughs> okay, right. So it's uh, it's a little bit perhaps about my story of how I stumbled on Noble Manhattan, what it is about actually eight years ago already and how, how I became a coach. But first of all, you know, yes, I'm Alessandra, I live in Zurich uh, since 13 years. So I'm Italian and very soon also Swiss, a double nationality. Wow. Uh, which is very exciting, yeah. Um, and here I actually founded my company, Find Your Way Coaching. So everything started about eight years ago. I used to work in, in corporate. And you know how sometimes uh, people say that you receive a little bit of your call, call, call to action about something that you've always wanted to do a little bit later in time. That was also my, um, my kind of situation. So I used to corp uh, work in corporate as a communication and marketing manager, but I always... You know, I was always having this kind of conversation about mental health with people or I was giving them tips on communication style or I was just, you know, encouraging them to do self-care. There was something that I was doing that it was more on a coaching slash uh, counselor slash uh, psychology level. Yes. So, you know, these things came really natural. And that's actually how I decided on, on that moment to, to get extra education. So the company at the time was really willing to to let me have this this important education to to transition and so forth so then i went into a psychology school which is something that i actually recommend to all coaches potential coaches out there to have a little bit of um basic knowledge of psychology or mental health because it really helps when it comes to your customer and then i realized while i was doing the school that i was very much uh, into prevention and coaching is something that really helps with prevention of mental struggle, but also, you know, helps people with their goals and uh, with powerful questions that can trigger a lot of self-reflection, right? So this is why then after uh, the psychology school, I went into coaching school. And at the time I had the contact of Susie Dorsher, who actually told me about Noble Manhattan. So uh, I looked into it and I, what I liked really about it was also that you could study at your own pace, which for me was important since I was working 100% at the time. And uh, I really liked the content. It was very clear, the modules, how they were divided. And it seemed really the, the, the option to go. And of course, I wanted to do something in English. And, uh, and I know it's actually also multilingual, but for me, it was, it was very interesting to, uh, to, to engage with that and to go on my own rhythm so to say yeah <laughs> wow alexandra so coming from corporates communication now i understand the linkage about assertive communication because you have this linkage between the mental health and the assertive communication also correct awesome yeah. so so was the niche already before in your head where you wanted to really focus your efforts yeah, actually, uh, you know how things sometimes happen. So they happen for a reason or they happen because sometimes 
you start with something as simple as how to say no. So actually, I started coaching people one-to-one on how to say no and place better boundaries, basically. And I was doing that with the customer service teams at my own company. So you know how actually, you know, the people around you, yourself, your family become your first clients. And then with the time, uh, I developed into the concept of assertiveness uh, coaching and assertive communication. But then I realized really the, the very important link between that and mental well-being. Because when we put boundaries, when we take care of our communication and self-care, we feel much better. Uh, and there is science be- behind it of how also self-assertiveness increases self-esteem, which is good for our mental health. So for me, this became very much inevitable. This is why then I decided to work at the intersection of the two and also became a mental health first aider. So also to all coaches out there that sometimes don't know exactly what their niche is, really look at something that you know you're very good at, but then really specialize in it. So then it becomes really your your thing, your specialization, your your passion, right? Because it's about that too. Lovely. I love that tip. Wonderful tip out there to everyone I heard, you know, (laughs) specialize in the thing that you are good at so that you are becoming the expert even in that. That's great. So what would you say, because you niched out, but everyone who wants to become a coach needs to have the Mm -hmm. basics, right? So that's important, I guess, whether you niche or not. What is your take on that? Yes, I would say that, you know, in order to start, of course, it's important to study what coaching is, to go through an education. So in my case, again, for me, Noble Manhattan was really great because of the how the modules were organized, but the fact there was something that I could do on my own pace. Uh, so each one should really self-reflect and say, what is the best there, there for me? And at the same time, realize, okay, after I become a coach, I need to have certain credibility, I need to have certain niche, so certify yourself, get an accreditation, which is again, you know, the process in which your quality standards are, are set up and then focus on what you would like to be your, your particular niche. So yes, absolutely. Starting with the education is, is everything. And then this will inform also what you're going to do because sometimes coaches, they want to be entrepreneurs as well. That, that has been my case. So, you know, you, di- you need to have really a unique selling point, so to call it, or a passion or, or a topic that you really like. But you could be also coaching companies, right? Or in other, other training uh, organizations. And then, you know, maybe the niche is different. So that's also something that I think, you know, starting with the basics is always uh, the, what makes most sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Wonderful. Lovely to hear that. So uh, with that, I heard Susie. And we hear Susie a lot, right? Susie Dosha is our alumni and she is one of the best regarded, you know, coaches in Zurich, as far as I know, and even maybe beyond Zurich. So I don't know. So how did you come across Susie then? Yeah, well, actually, you know, it was just uh, because I was Googling, uh, you know, exactly coaching in Switzerland. So then, of course, as you say, the the name came up and... uh, and I thought, okay, you know, for a person also living in the country where I live, I would like to have some some mentoring on that. And uh, and I was asking her about which coaching school. So, you know, again, landing on Noble Manhattan for, for that very reason. Oh, wonderful. Lovely. Yeah, Susie is a great mentor. And you know that we have started this series with question and answers under, under Noble Manhattan. With yes, Susie. I saw that. I saw that. Oh, Excellent. She's, yeah, she's great. She's <laughs> a lot great. going on. A lot going on. Yeah. Absolutely. So 
coming from that journey, how do you feel now? Where are you in your career? At what stage? Wow, I feel I feel very very good. I come so I've come really a long way. You know, if I look back, it's it's amazing what has happened next, right? So especially in the past three years, the business has grown exponentially with companies because the intersection between mental health and communication is something that everybody really wants to look at. Of course, at the time um, of the COVID, there was a particular need, especially also to support people on a, on a mental health first aid ba basis. So not only the prevention, but really the support and signposting to, to specialists. That was clear that there was a big need. And now actually people are more and more looking into my, my product of the art of saying no uh, within companies because they understand that saying no is not a bad thing because sometimes it's really taken literally like you are, you are avoiding to do things. But what you're actually doing is strategically say yes to other things, which at the end is also quality of a leader. So I'm uh, presenting this as a leadership um, workshop in many companies and that's, that's where I'm at. So it's, it's, it has been an incredible journey. And I work also with international companies so that it's great also for people who, 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 are, who are multilingual. Also again, another tip for coaches who are more, multilingual, go for it. So it's not only the place where you live, it's also the other languages that you speak. <laughs> Lovely. So utilize all your resources and your skills, kind of. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a big oh. believer in that. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely, Alessandra. And uh, for anyone else, you know, I must say, Alessandra is a great, great trainer. She's a great speaker. I did the first, the mental first Ada with her and some other workshops as well with Alessandra. So I can just recommend her. She's absolutely amazing and lots of skill, experience and good, how shall we say this, presentation of the content, which is important because people get bored specifically when it's on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you very, very much. Yes, absolutely. And again, you know, find a way co uh, coaching is coaching and training. A company but but also first and foremost an educational platform right that's also how i want to find your coaching to be seen because education at the end is the base for everything and then whether you do it in a coaching format or one-to-one -one or group whether you do it in a, in a in a training format then the education is also uh, very important especially the education on prevention lovely and you were mentioning about accreditation so which which body did you have accreditation with so I am accredited with um, the, the English provider that is also a partner with Nobel Manhattan. So uh, the IACM and, uh, and it's quite uh, something that I'm doing every year because I want to have that, um, that kind of base and quality standards, so to say. Right, you know that uh, in Switzerland, for example, any type of, accredi of accreditation around coaching is important. Uh, but also, for example, if people are thinking of becoming both coach and trainer, like my case, uh, like the EDUQA certification is very good, high standards. But again, Nobel Manhattan usually, after one becomes coach, gives guidelines on how to be accredited and then whatever else is on top of that as quality standards is good, right? So. Good, lovely. I did it as well with the IAPCM and I'm really feeling grateful for that because they are really VIP, you feel VIP and they give lots of lots of trainings and guidance as well how to set up your business 
call out to coaches, right? Setting up your business is not easy. What's next? And this is what we help as Noble Manhattan as well. So last but not least, thanks very much for getting into your wonderful journey, which is inspiring. And where you Thank are at, you. you you must, I mean, mm-hmm. proud of yourself. I'm sure you are. This is and well-deserved. So what are the, thank you, my dear. So what are the, maybe for the new coaches who will be coming in or people who consider coaches, three, four, you know, how shall we say, uh, key takeaways for the audience? Yeah, so um, a few things. So first of all, uh, always, always have the self-reflection of what is your why for for becoming a, a coach. We know that coaching is right now the second fastest growing industry. This means that many people are taking this path, which is beautiful, but it means also that it's becoming more and more difficult to sometimes stand out and say, okay, what type of coach am I? What type of coach you wanna be? To have the clarity. So I always, as tip, always say that each coach should have a coach. (laughs) I have my own coach and mentors, so I know this has helped me a lot through my journey. So that's, that's one of the first tips. So the second tip is also when you are becoming a coach and you want to take the accreditation, sometimes it's always important to, again, be assertive. You know how, how much believe in assertiveness. You don't have to say yes to everything. Try to select also what is the, um, the type of uh, clients and uh, niche that you want to get into. And sometimes, you know, if you get the entrepreneur direction, we might have this feeling of FOMO, the fear of missing out. Okay, what if I take this and not the other one? Try and see what kind of routine you would like to have in your work. Are you more a type of being an entrepreneur or in a company? I always also say take care of your own mental health, especially if you are becoming a coach and study and work at the same time. You need to be quite disciplined with the self-care too. So uh, insert those pockets of joy into your, into your day and be really mindful of what you're doing. I, I am, uh, you know, a kind of, a, I would say, recovering multitasking. <laughs> I love to juggle things because I love variety, but then sometimes I really need to stop and think, hey, okay, you know, you're specializing in this, you're reading in this. So then the type of focus that is required for you also to, to get credibility and also enjoy the process because in the first uh, part of you becoming a coach, you're also coaching people to get your hours together, right? When you get accredited and when you need to practice. So start telling people that you really want them to grow, that you want to ask meaningful questions, that you want to help them. So then you know people can also experience what coaching is, which is a great experience, yes. So, And again, try to to work as much as possible also with other uh, psychologists and other disciplines which are um, closer to coaching. So... I think we should all come together in the mental health community. In my case, there are other niches, of course, but whatever is your niche, try to work with the experts that could be uh, complementary to your work because you're going to learn so much. Lovely. So many golden nuggets here, Alessandra, for coaches-to-be, new coaches, thinking about coaching. Lovely. Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) So before we close, maybe a final closing remark from your side, one of your mottos maybe? 
Yes, there are many actually. One is there is no health without mental health. So this is the usual motto. Like it's not mine. It's not mine. This is come from the world that World Health Organization, actually from many years ago. So always remember to take care of your holistic health. This is what I, I tell everybody. And also I always want to say, uh, think uh, when can you put some pockets of mental spa into your day this is also one of the things I love you remember when I was doing the mental spa that I, I usually know. do get 30 minutes for you uh, if so if you cannot have those 30 minutes in your day just take five to ten as your own mental spa and uh, and yes you know go go through life with uh, with joy with uh, with wanting to um, to speak up your mind and uh, and those are my credos yes so mm-hmm. and also you know the value of of fun of having a fulfilling life whatever then fulfilling is for for each one of us yeah. thank you this is awesome thank you so much alessandra for your time we really appreciate it and for another Pleasure. episode another episode with noble manhattan thank you alexandra thank you bye everybody thank you julia